At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Healthy Behemoth Podcast. My name is Callie, and I'm your podcast host. If it is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome, my beautiful sweaty queen. I'm so pumped to have you here. If you're returning, welcome back, my gorgeous gal. I cannot wait for you guys to listen to today's episode, another week of being healthy but still human. And on today's episode, I'm really pumped because we have a guest. We love guests. And our guest today, her name is Morgan. She is based in Boston and she is on Instagram at The Smiling Gut. Morgan is awesome. She has a master's degree in functional nutrition, health coaching, training, yoga, and Reiki certifications, and other countless courses and trainings on nutrition, natural healing, gut health, energy healing, and more. Morgan just launched her Gut Glow Up Challenge, and I literally cannot, not challenge, course, and I'm literally so excited for you guys to listen to our topic today surrounding gut health, all things gut health. We're talking about IBS. We're talking about acid reflux. We're talking about the gut microbiome. We're talking about all these things that are literally so confusing topics and we get into the science behind them. So I'm so pumped for you guys to listen. Before we get into our conversation, I want to quickly give you guys a little life update. We love having an intro into our podcast, but before we do the life update we're going to do a little self-check-in. So I want you to, wherever you are, if you're on your walk, if you're in the car, if you're just chilling in your house, go ahead and just take a nice big inhale through your nose for four counts, nice and slow. And on your exhale through your mouth, just let everything that is holding you back, any tension, stress, just let it out of your mouth. One more big breath here. Breathe it in. Exhale. I want you, wherever you are, to start to think about how you're feeling right now. Are you in a good mood today? Are you thriving? Are you feeling a little bit down? Just think about it for one second. And now I want to ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Did something happen in my day, in my week? Am I worried about something? Just think about it. And now I want to ask yourself, what can I do today to make today the absolute best day it could possibly be? Sometimes making the day the best day doesn't even have to be like that crazy of a choice. You can just decide you want to have a good day and look at the beauty in the day and be thankful for things around you. And my next question is, um, ask yourself, have I stood up in the past hour If you have not, I want you to stand up, shake out your legs, move your arms, just get some blood flowing in your hot bod. And now I want to ask yourself, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? I know I haven't, so I want both of us to grab a water bottle. I have one right here. We're going to chug it right now. Drink some water. Hydrate. All right. Sweet. And now our last question over check-in. I want you to set an intention for this week. One thing you really want to focus on and prioritize. Maybe your intention for the week is I want to take this week a little bit more present. Maybe I'm going to be on social media less. I'm going to try really hard to not pick up my phone when I have downtime or when I have a moment at a red light where I'm just sitting there. Just trying to be more present in our day. That can be an intention. That's my intention. So think about an intention you might have. And I want you to tell yourself I'm holding myself accountable to my intention this week. I'm holding you accountable, my gorgeous queen. All right. And last thing here, I want you to go ahead and join my group chat for my community. It is going to be linked in the show notes. Go ahead and join it. Connect with other queens in our community and tell us what your intention is for the week and we will support you and cheer you on in it. Cool? Cool. All right. So a little life update. It is our balanced... It is our Balanced Girl Summer Challenge at the Sweaty Studio. If you don't already know, the Sweaty Studio is my online Pilates studio. And if you haven't already joined, what are you doing? I'm just kidding. You should join. I have a seven-day free trial. So if you are a little bit like 
will I vibe with Pilates? Will I vibe with the studio? Check it out. There's no harm in just trying it out. And our challenge is super fun. It's super doable. Three Pilates workouts a week, three hot girl walks a week, and check-ins to get bonus entries to win giveaways. I'm partnering with some of our favorite brands like Rose Majori. I'm also going to partner with Bala. Oh my gosh. And I'm giving you away each week one winner is going to get an annual membership to the studio along with a prize from the partnered brand. So go ahead, check that out. You can sign up. I'll link the challenge in the show notes as well. It's going on for the month of May. It's a really great way to get transitioned into our summer mindset. So if you're in finals week, this is the perfect challenge for you. It's very doable for anyone, no matter how busy your week is. And it's helping you just see like summer does not have to be a super stressful time. It doesn't have to be a time where we have toxic body image for like getting in shape for bikini season. You know, that that bullshit that's like thrown at us constantly. No, this is a time when we are going to be empowered in our bodies when we're going to love ourselves, when we're going to flaunt our hot bod in our bikini, showing off our Pilates peach, feeling amazing in our skin and loving who we are. Because in the day, we're all gorgeous creations. We're all God's creations. And there is no need to compare ourselves to somebody else. No matter what the internet says, what social media shows you, you are beautiful just the way you are. And this challenge is going to make you feel just like that. Okay, cool. So we're going to get into an update. I literally feel like this intro is like all over the place. I feel all over the place today in such a great way. Just like lots of energy today. It's amazing. It's a beautiful day outside. So I'm currently in New York City apartment shopping. If I haven't already mentioned this, I definitely have not mentioned this. My plan is to move to New York City in a few months, which is really exciting. I currently live in Miami, but I've really been splitting my time between New York and Miami. So I'm actually like so pumped. I've been, you guys, apartment shopping is like a full-time job. I've been touring so many different areas of the city. If you have any recommendations about different areas that you love in the city, like please let me know. Please let me know how you find good apartments because it is like a really chaotic market out here. And I honestly very stressed, but like I'm just trusting that the right apartment is going to come my way. So that's all you can do when you're stressed is just trust that everything's going to work out how it's supposed to work out. But that's the current update with like where I'm living. I feel like I've been in travel frenzy mode for the past few months. And honestly, it's been so amazing. I definitely have always dreamed of having freedom to travel and owning my own business has given me that freedom. And it's been like such a blessing. I have no complaints. Like if you ever have the choice to travel, I recommend doing it. It's awesome. But I'm also craving some security and not security, some stability now because I've been on the go for a couple months and I'm like, I want to just be in one place. I want to settle down and make meaningful friendships in the area area I am and I love having friends like all over the place which is what I currently have and like I'm always gonna have friends everywhere which is so cool but like I really am just craving like that stability you know just living somewhere having my local coffee shop having a little routine that isn't always a travel routine I'm really excited for it and that is just it's really funny how like we always are wanting what we don't have and I'm in travel mode and I was craving travel mode but now I'm craving stability mode so that's where I am right now in my life but with like workouts and stuff I definitely feel like traveling has been really tough especially with what I'm eating and I feel like my gut recently has been so mad at me I literally not to be TMI but my stomach is like chronically upset and it sucks and like I've been trying to take probiotics and stuff but I think it's just the traveling and the change of diet the change of eating out a lot and like it just hasn't been a vibe for my stomach so this episode really is awesome for what I'm currently experiencing and if you've been experiencing gut health like me maybe even having a lot of anxiety and stress recently which can definitely lead to extra gut health problems like trust me I I get it this is such a great episode and like it's really crazy too how you're gonna you're gonna learn this in the episode we're gonna talk about this but the gut really does affect every aspect of your life it affects your emotions it affects how your energy is it affects your brain fog it's crazy so that's something I've been trying to focus on because my stomach has been really not doing too hot recently I am trying the past like today and like the upcoming days I am really gonna shift my focus from 
I am eating to make my mind really happy to I'm eating to also make my body really happy. So example, I've been eating like a lot of stuff that has dairy in it and like there's nothing wrong with dairy, but my body is very lactose sensitive. So when I've been eating dairy, my stomach has definitely not been feeling too hot after meals. And yeah, like in the moment, my mind is really happy because I like love eating ice cream. I love eating cheese and it's totally fine to eat those things. But if your stomach is sensitive to dairy, it's all in that moderation because right now I'm not happy when I have to run to the bathroom every five seconds. That does not make me happy and my body is like screaming for me to take care of it. So that's an example of, okay, how am I finding balance right here between eating to make myself happy, but also eating to make my body happy with the nutrients and putting into it. So we're going to get more into that in the episode. I'm going to go ahead and shift gears to our chat because it's a good one. It's a long one and I hope you love it. Make sure if you love this podcast to leave a nice five-star review. It seriously helps me a lot and it helps push this podcast out to reach more people and to help change more people's lives and showing them that being healthy does not mean you have to be perfect in quotations like society tells us. Okay. Healthy is human, right? We're all humans. We're all learning every single day. We're learning about our bodies. We're learning what we like. We learn what we need. And I am seriously so grateful you're here. I can't wait for you to listen to this episode. And on that note, let's get into it. Cannot wait for you to meet Morgan, you guys. I'm so excited because on today's episode, we have a guest that is Morgan and I'm going to let her introduce herself. She is a gut health guru and I'm literally so pumped to pick her brain and give all of you queens the best gut health knowledge ever. I'm so happy to be here. Hello. Hi, guys. Um, I'm Morgan. I'm a holistic health coach. Um, I also teach yoga and Reiki. So really into uh, the mind, body, soul side of gut healing and gut health. And I'm just so excited to talk about it because I feel like everyone is in that hot girl with stomach issues phase right now. Um, So maybe like cutting down some myths or just helping you pinpoint some tips to help you start feeling better if you are experiencing any gut issues is what I would love to do. Amazing. I love that so much. And I definitely identify with the hot girl stomach issues situation <laughs> happening. Um, so yeah, let's start with a little bit of a background on you. So what got you into gut health? Yeah. So my freshman year of college, I was on a lot of antibiotics for sinus infections and the antibiotics I was on actually like did their job in killing the bad bacteria in a gut that was creating these mucus and phlegm and like gross coughs and the sinus infections, but unfortunately killed a majority of my good bacteria. So I was in college freshman year. I played the cross in college. So I was just pushing myself. I was go, go, go. I was, I was drinking. I was doing all the things. I was just not checking in with my body whatsoever. So all of these random stomach symptoms I was having, I was like super bloated. I had acid reflux. I like had horrible stomach pains. I was going to the bathroom like 10 times a day, TMI, but um, <laughs> just like crazy things. And I'm just like the type of person that's like, I'll just like sleep on it. It'll get better tomorrow. I'll get better tomorrow. So I just like convinced myself it was food poisoning, which food poisoning shouldn't last for two weeks, Morgan, but it did. And finally my body was like, enough is enough. Like you need to listen up. Um, and I ended up fainting in my dorm. So I was sent to student services on campus and I was like screaming my head off. Cause I literally thought I was going to die. I was in so much pain. I was like, this is it. Like, so I got rushed to the hospital and the doctors did like a whole, like all the tests and scans. And they were like, Oh my God, get this girl to the ICU. So then I went to the ICU and I was there for five days. And meanwhile, my parents, this was in the winter. So my parents live in Florida in the winter and they get a call from the hospital being like, your daughter's in the ICU. My parents were like, what? Like for, for her stomach? Like there, cause I didn't tell them anything. Cause I just, I pushed through the pain and I didn't even think to mention it to them that I was having some stomach issues. So anyways, my parents get there and they're like, yeah, like her colon is so infected that we might need to remove it. And if we need to remove it, there's a 50% chance that she will live. My parents were like, what? Like what happened to her? Um, so anyways, thankfully I didn't have to get my colon removed. Um, but I spent the remaining month in the hospital and I was like hooked up to morphine and all the things I couldn't like eat or walk or like do anything. I was just like, lifeless on this bed for a month um just because of how 
deteriorated my gut got because there was just like way too much bad bacteria over the good. So that is why I'm literally obsessed with helping people with their gut because I didn't even like know what a probiotic was or like gut health was before any of this stuff happened. Um, and then what really like sparked me to get into health coaching and to just help people with their health in general is after I got out of the hospital, I started to experience all these new gut symptoms again. So I felt like I was bloated 24 seven, like rock solid bloat, like even when I woke up in the morning, um, I had acid reflux. I had anxiety for the first time. I got diagnosed with ADHD, like all these random things out of nowhere, which of course, like all stems from the gut, but I didn't know that at the time. So I went to like all these like GI doctors in Boston, like, spe like top specialists in the world. And I did like the test and scans, uh, the colonoscopy, the endoscopy, everything. And they're like, yeah, like, it all looks great. And I was like, no, like, I don't feel great at all. Um, so they were like, just try a low FODMAP diet, increase your fiber, manage your stress. See you later. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to try to do that. So I tried to do the low FODMAP diet, which is a very restrictive diet um, while I was in college. So I was doing that in the college dining hall, which is a shit show. Um, I also was doing it without any guidance from any practitioners or coaches or anything. So I quickly uh, like was just so like plagued by food fear. And I developed an eating disorder called orthorexia, which I didn't even know I had until like a year after I recovered. I like saw this post on Instagram that was describing the warning signs of orthorexia. And I was like, oh my God, like legit had any, all of the signs. And for anyone that's listening who may have it or may have had it or know someone that is dealing with it, it's like when you are just obsessed with clean eating, like you don't eat anything that has gluten or dairy or sugar. And you're just like, it's an unhealthy obsession. Pretty much it, it just wrecks and gets rid of all joy in your life because you're just so focused on food and it's, yeah, it's bad. But anyways, um, and then that ties into like the whole body dysmorphia thing. And I was just really under fueling, um, especially as a division one athlete. So it was kind of just a nightmare all around. Um, but when I finally started going down like the holistic functional integrative scene and I started meeting with those practitioners, they were like, yeah, wow, your gut's like 10 out of 10 inflammation. Like you have so many things going on and your hormones are all out of whack. And I was like, like, it was just like such a breath of fresh air. And I was like, I just feel so validated. I like the other doctors kind of were just like making it sound like it was all in my head and I was making it up. And I was kind of thinking I was going crazy too, because it's hard to have like a rock hard bloat every day, but be in a more skinnier frame. So everyone's just like, you don't look bloated and all this stuff. And it was just like, it was all really getting to me. And I mean, that just goes to show the connection between the gut and brain. There's a, there's a two-way network there. And if your gut's all out of whack, your brain's going to be all, all out of whack. Leaky gut, leaky brain. So um, uh, that experience, my mom was like, when we were in that first office, she was like, I, I haven't seen this joy or light in your eyes in like two years. And I was like, I know, because I feel supported now. I feel guided. I know I'm going to heal. I know IBS isn't going to be my story. And like standing there, I was like, I don't know what capacity I'm going to be helping women in the future with their health, but I know that I need to help anyone that's in, that was in my shoes that just felt so alone, so frustrated, so isolated. So like had so much like hate kind of for my body in a way, because it, I felt like it, I was doing all the things, but nothing was working um, to help that girl, that woman, like feel just like just have them know that they can heal themselves because we are the healer. We are the medicine and it's just being able to have the tools and the education and the guidance and support to do so. So yeah, that's like what got me to health coaching. Um, I graduated college in 2020. So I guess I technically didn't really graduate. Um, so that gave me the time with COVID because I, I had to leave early to get into health coaching. And then now I'm getting my master's in functional nutrition. I got certified in yoga and with Reiki and integrated energy therapy. So I'm very into the whole energetic side of healing, um, which I think has helped me immensely. And I'm trying to infuse that into um, the work I do and the programs I create. So yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing your story. That was really powerful. And I definitely can relate to that a lot. I've also struggled with 
really bad gut health for the past few years. And I struggle a lot with acid reflux. And I thought I had IBS like two years ago after I did keto for like a couple months. And it literally gave me Mm. the worst stomach issues of my entire life. And it's like, it's crazy. I mean, even the past few months, I was struggling with really, really bad acne and I wasn't sleeping enough and I was having a lot of anxiety. And I started taking different vitamins and probiotics and changing a lot of things in my life. And then my acne cleared up and my anxiety has gotten a lot better. Yeah. So it's really, it's like everything you said is so true. I mean, the, the brain literally is connected to your gut and it's so interesting because like I also went to a lot of GI doctors and they tested me for like everything ever and they were like yeah nothing's wrong with you and I was like well then why do I throw up every single time I drink a single drink of alcohol or why do I consume like a healthy meal and feel extremely extremely sick afterwards like there's something that's very off so I totally relate to that like it's all in your head sort of situation And I would love to like chat a little bit more about the healing process for you. So like, what were some steps that you took right off the bat to get back on track and start to slowly heal your body? Yeah. So the first thing I did, which is like the first thing I do with all of my clients is like, come back to mindset, come back to your thoughts, come back to your identity, come back to your small habits, because all of these things accumulated is what like can drive our health forward or keep us stuck or keep us from going backwards. Um, And most importantly, it was like going within, it was like finding meditation and breath work and like mindfulness and just intuitive movement, things that made me feel grounded and like connected to myself. Like I was just so out of connection with myself and like what my body was feeling and how I was feeling after certain foods and how I was feeling when I was with different people and just all these things. So coming back to our thoughts because our thoughts become things. And if we're constantly thinking, I'm always going to have IBS, I'm never going to heal, then you won't because our thoughts literally create our reality. So I had to like literally go back and like rewire all these like negative, lack, fearful thoughts that I had about myself. And like, over time, rewire them to more positive, empowering and true things. So like, for example, like, I had this limiting belief, like, I will always have IBS, I will never heal, I had to, like, turn that into, um, I'm taking powerful steps to heal, and I can and I will. Um, So it's just like, over time, like, being aware of these thoughts, and like, in the moment, intuitively shifting them to something more powerful and more positive, because over time, the more you keep on doing it, the more you're going to see things out of love and out of gratitude and abundance rather than fear, lack, um, and restriction. So like thoughts are so, so important and awareness of these thoughts and awareness of our beliefs and our perception of life and our little habits that we have is like the golden ticket. It's the key to change. Um, so just little things like that are so, so important. And then like coming back to like, what things am I doing on an everyday basis that are like helping me get where I want to be and what things are degrading me. Like, for example, I restricted my food for a while and then I was a huge binge eater. And that was like such a part of my life that I was like, Oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. But it was like deeply rooted in my relationship with myself. So I had to like go back and work on my self-love and my self-worth and all that stuff and start making these little habits every day. So I wasn't binge eating every single day and then focusing on things like going for walks and just meditating and just like taking a break from work, eating my meals without distractions. Like these tiny little things like add up over time. Um, and that is like always the foundation of where to begin with any healing journey. And then I like kind of just stopped all my elimination diets and I was like, all right, I need to start from ground zero. So like I help my clients do too. We, uh, knock out some of like the big inflammatory things like gluten, dairy, corn, soy, for example, mm-hmm. we take them out for a period of time. This is temporary. Like this is like temporary, temporary, temporary. I, I hate when people bring things out and they don't need to because our gut needs all of these diverse nutrients. So anyways, bring them out and then bring them back in. And then we can see how our body metabolizes them and reacts to them. Like me personally, I don't really eat gluten or dairy because they're low vibrational to me. Like I see things in terms of energy and they also don't suit well. I mean, settle well with me. So that's just me, but that doesn't mean that I don't have like beer or like cake or pizza or like things that have gluten and dairy in them here and there. It's all about balance. And that has been a huge thing with me too, because 
elimination diets can seem so scary and so strict, but if we can view them in a way as like, how can I put my body through like a loving experiment where I cool the inflammation and then I get a better idea of like what my body needs to function at its highest capacity rather than like, Oh my God, I'm on an elimination diet. I can't go out to eat. I can't have this. I can't have that. And like be so like struck by fear that we begin to, once we add things back and realize that, Hey, gluten doesn't serve me well, but if it's going to bring me joy in that moment with my friends when I'm out, I'm going to have it. So it's like, it's a teeter totter thing that we're all, I think, working on I mean I still work on it as well but just my relationship with food in accordance to like removing that food and then bringing them back in um are also like the big steps there's this five steps to the healing process and that is the first one so I feel like those are like the major stepping stones when it comes Mm -hmm. to like starting your gut health journey off so when you okay so like let's say for example that your friends invite you out for a night of being social how do you handle like obviously you mentioned you struggled with an ed in the past how do Mm -hmm. you struggle with any thoughts that might come up that are old toxic habits like food guilt or oh you shouldn't have that it has gluten like how do you deal with that that's a good question and it's something that has taken me like a really long time to like be comfortable with and confident with and all of my friends know that I kind of like have these like what's like food sensitivities triggers etc so they're all like oh my god Morgan you pick this restaurant it has gluten-free options blah, blah, blah. like they're all like that was something at first that I was like I don't want people to think I'm just not like eating a lot of gluten and dairy because I want to be skinny and like mm. diet culture stuff. It's like literally just because it vibes better when I don't have my body vibes better. My life vibes better when I don't have these low vibrational things. So going out to eat now, like I still try to eat as like gluten-free and dairy-free as I can. But if there's something on the menu that I want that has either of them in, like I do go for that. And it's been a battle to be like, Uh, like, do I want to choose to like this joy in the moment and this happiness, like this thing that all of my friends are getting or like will bring me or do I want to just be like, I don't want to have that because it's going to make me feel like shit. So it's kind of more like the feeling of not being so good versus the joy instead of thankfully then like, I can't have that. Absolutely not because it doesn't align with me and it's going to make me gain weight and all that stuff. So um, it's just like, in the moment now, like figuring out how much like the joy plays into it. And I think that's what drives my choices now, because I'm just a lot easier with myself. And I don't let those like thoughts of like, this is going to ruin it. Like you're going to have to cleanse on Monday because you had one slice of pizza, like, like come in and it's all healing that like all or nothing perfectionism mentality that unfortunately a lot of us have. And it's like, putting balance throughout your week. So it's not just like everyone says the 80, 20 rule, 80, 20 doesn't have to be 80 Monday through Friday and 20 Saturday, Sunday, because then you're always in the fixed mindset of like, Oh, I'm gonna have, I have to go off on this 20%. And then I have to be wicked strict Monday through Friday. That was a huge thing for me when it came to like healing these disordered thoughts, because once Mm -hmm. I would like go out to eat and just like, even like, just like buy some things that I would like I used to consider like cheat foods or like no-nos or off limits. Like I will like have those, like I'll sprinkle them in just to like keep my soul occupied as well yeah. as my gut occupied, if that makes sense. No, totally. I mean, I literally do the same thing. I mean, so example, like I'm on my period this week and whenever I'm on my period, I just feel like most people feel lower energy, not as vibey totally. and happy. And I found at Trader Joe's these like peanut butter crackers and they make me so happy because they're so good. And so I literally bought them last night and I was like, okay, in my, in my brain, you know, like the toxic thoughts are like, oh yeah, crackers, whatever. But I'm like, no, (laughs) like these bring me joy. I want these right now. And it's, it's all something I've learned about the whole balance thing is balance is a myth. There's no way to fully balance anything. But once again, it's all about that teeter totter scale. It's like, if you do all of one thing, the scale really rises on the other end and you got to kind of like counter it out and maybe add like a little bit more of those foods that make you feel better. If you have a, if you have like a few nights of going hard and having fun and then your body feels like icky and low energy, then maybe like listen to your body and be like, okay, my body's telling me it needs more of this kind of food or it needs maybe 
this type of exercise. So working with your body, not against it. Like that's a really just, I love the teeter totter diet or like visual. It's so helpful, especially when it comes to balance. Cause I think people are like, Oh, balance, balance. But like, what really is balance? You know? I know it's just like, so thrown around and like, even when it like comes to like eating, like for example, when you had those crackers, like if you like got them and you're like, Oh, this is going to make me feel like shit, then you're going to feel like shit. It's like the energy you bring to our food. But if you're like, okay, like this is nourishing my soul. Like I'm so happy to have this. This is part of my balance, my intuitive eating. Like, let's go. Like, this is going to taste so good. Then we can literally digest it better. No, it's like, it's all the energy that goes into like when you're showing up for your meal. And again, like our thoughts become our reality. So if we're saying it's going to like destroy us, we're going to have to run to the bathroom after we're going to be so bloated, then probably right. we're going to be. Yeah, it probably probably will. And I mean, this just goes so well into the next question I want to ask you is the gut being the second brain. Can you explain that a little bit to my listeners, what that means and how it works? Yeah. So, oh my gosh, it's like the most fascinating thing. I think it's so cool. So our gut has its own nervous system. It's called the enteric nervous system. And it communicates, there's literally a two-way street via the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is the longest nerve in our body and it runs from our brain to our gut, which is our second brain. So whenever, like I said earlier, we have like a leaky gut or gut dysbiosis, that just means like when that there's imbalance between the good and the bad bacteria, there could be infections in there, virus, candida, there's there's a lot of root causes about why things are going south in your gut. But um, if they are going south in your gut, since there is this communication network, things are going to be south in your brain. So that could be the anxiety, that could be low energy, that could be scattered thoughts, that could be trouble concentrating. Um, that's simply like the connection of like, you're going to take a... Um, you have to do a speech in class and your stomach gets, you're, you're so nervous that your stomach like gets butterflies. And the same thing, like when you're, when you're on your first date and you're like, Oh, I like this guy. And you get butterflies. It's, it's literally the two way connection. And like, it's so important to check in with our intuition here, because if we're not checking in with our body, we're not going to be able to like figure out what it's telling us, so to speak. And it just has so much valuable, valuable information. And 90% of serotonin, which is our happy hormone is created in the gut. So if our gut is out of balance, we're not going to be able to get that serotonin and the dopamine to like feel alive and energized and vibrant. And we're going to be more on the dull side, more on the anxious and depressed side. So it's such a cool thing that we can talk about today, how anxiety and depression like stems from the gut it's like it's it's like mind-blowing like the gut is literally the crux of whether you're in a dis-ease state or if like you're in an ease state so yeah the gut brain connection is is so so cool and like activating your vagus nerve so it's like called vagal tone um that can be done i mean that just helps you get out of a fight or flight mode which is like chronic stress, hustle culture, like doing all these workouts that are like, we're pushing fast, like past our max and we don't want to do it. And just like all these negative anxious thoughts to rest and digest. When we can show up at our meal, we can throw away distractions. We can just be with it. We can meditate. We can calm. We can ground. We can go on walks, things that make us feel safe. That, that is the goal here is to make our body feel safe because we can't heal a body that is in fight or flight. It's just like, it's really impossible to heal when Mm. we're in chronic stress. So things that activate this um, vagus nerve and like train it, so to speak is like, um, cold showers or like just alternating from hot and cold that really switches on, um, the sympathetic and parasympathetic state, um, gargling weird enough, breath work, meditation, walking, singing, yoga, all these things are amazing for um, improving your bagel tone. So yeah, the gut brain connection is real and it is really significant once you bring attention to it, because if you improve your gut again, you're going to improve your brain. And like I said earlier, if we do have a leaky gut, we will feel it. And like, our thyroids, our hormones, like literally Mm. everything, but most importantly, our brain, because that's just how we like show up for ourselves and others. So, so interesting. Like, oh my gosh, I'm learning so much. Um, okay. Question for you. So like, let's say, let's say you're, okay. Let's say you work in like a super stressful, high demand job where you're, you feel like you're always having to be on, you're in fight or flight mode for most Mm -hmm. of the day, high stress environment. So let's say lunch break comes around and your body's feeling super tense. How would you recommend 
being able to mindfully eat and not feel super, super stressed while you're eating and like go be able to switch your brain almost. Totally. So that's something that I work with like majority of my clients on because it seems like everyone's like in a stressful job right now um, where there's high demands, et cetera. So yeah, that's like creating a strong boundary with yourself and with others. So if you're in a stressful job and you, as you should have a lunch break, like literally physically remove yourself from your desk. So you get out of that environment that is causing you stress. Like sometimes even just like sitting at your desk, your body knows that you have stress there. So it just activates that response. You know what I mean? So if we can like get away from our desk, like go sit in the community couch, like put away your phone. Or even if you want to listen to a podcast, whatever it is, just like try to like limit distractions and eat mindfully. If you cannot do that, at least take like five deep inhales and exhales, like inhale for eight seconds, exhale for eight seconds. Cause that again is like helping our body understand that it's okay. It's safe. We can, we are ready to eat this meal. We are ready to assimilate and absorb the nutrients. Um, I also say too, for those clients, like if they can't like have a super stress-free can't leave desk type of situation, go outside for a second, get some sunshine on your air, get some fresh air just breathe out there for like literally five minutes, then come back in and you're going to have just like a whole new mindset. So it's just like doing things that you think that you can do at work um, or even things that you don't think like some people are like, Oh, I didn't even like think I could like go outside or, Oh, I didn't even think I could leave my desk to have lunch. So it's just doing those things. Or even if you're at your desk, like having lunch with someone nearby and just like talking with them about things that aren't having to do with work. So it's just little things like that. But if you can come down to your breath and even just like shut your eyes or just like say something to yourself that's positive before eating, that all helps us really get out of that fight or flight mode, which unfortunately majority of us are in like way too often. It's chronic. (laughs) So um, just like, yeah, like grounding down and whatever that means to you. I love that. Breath is seriously so powerful. And I feel like until you actually do a breathwork exercise, you don't truly understand the power of breathing. I I love it. It's so powerful. Um, Okay. Quick question. I actually had a few of my listeners ask me this question recently. Like let's, okay. So you get into a new relationship and your partner is not into like, let's just say you're really into taking care of yourself you like cooking healthy meals, you like being fit and going and working out, all that stuff. Let's say your partner is not super into that. How do you maintain boundaries in your relationship if you're trying to heal your gut and stay healthy when you're with someone who is not doing that in their lifestyle? That's a, that's a really good question. And I'm, I was in a relationship, I'm not anymore. And he like, wasn't, on the same wavelength as I was like when it comes to like eating healthy and stuff, but, but he, he mixed it in too. And if you, if someone like really loves you, they're going to respect and love you for how you live your life and how you want to show up for yourself and the things that you want to do to take care of your body and your mind. So, um, setting boundaries is huge. And like, maybe like helping them like understand like why you're doing it. Like it, first of all, explain to them that like you are going through a gut healing process. It could be a little restrictive at first and like, just roll with the punches, like roll with me, support me, like ask for their support. Because if, if you kind of involve them in like what you're going through, they're going to want to help you. At least I would hope they would want to help you. (laughs) Um, and also like making things fun. Like if you guys constantly are like going out to eat, maybe one night just being like, let's like, can I make you this really like good healthy recipe or don't even say healthy because healthy like freaks boys out sometimes like this good recipe and just like just like make it healthy like just like do little things that kind of like get them excited to be like on the same it's not like they have to be on the same path like that was something I kind of struggled with too especially when I was getting more into like the spiritual and the manifestation and the energetic world he wasn't really understanding what I was going through and I was a little butt hurt at first but then I was like this is my journey. It's not his. And I shouldn't expect him to change if he doesn't need to slash want to. So um, I think just like putting up boundaries when it comes to like you feeling good, like 
put your blinders on. Like you are the only person that you should be focusing on first. I mean, obviously you want to focus about him, but you're first and then have him, like ask for support and like have him kind of like get involved in like what you're doing. Doesn't necessarily mean that he needs to go to yoga and Pilates with you, but if he can take you to a restaurant that has a gluten-free option or like want to like share like different meals than you guys typically do, like that's amazing. So I think honestly, just honesty and like, just like being transparent and being like, this may be like a weird stage while I'm doing this elimination diet, or like, this is the new me, this is my lifestyle. This isn't just a diet. Then it just becomes a part of you. And if they love you enough, then they're gonna accept and honor that part of you as well. Yeah. And I think same thing goes for friendships as well. I know sometimes it can be challenging when you start a new healthy lifestyle. If your friends are not on the same wavelength, it can be challenging because you, part of you is like, I want to continue to do everything they're doing, but I also really am craving taking care of myself in a different way. So I think it's all about just communicating, inviting those people to do things that are in your new lifestyle, just starting to bring people in your social circle into your journey and at least being open about what you're going through. Because I mean, if they are your friends or they're your partner, like they're going to love you and support you and be there for you no matter what. So that's like a huge thing to be really mindful of as well. Yeah. I think the friends thing is a huge thing too. Like if you're like, I struggled at first, like being confident, being like asking the waiter, like what's on your menu is like gluten-free or like Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Like when I was like first kind of in the trenches of it all. And if your friends at the end of the day, they love you. And if they know that you're doing, making these decisions with your eating or your drinking or just how you're living is with intention for you to feel your best self, then they should love and they should honor that. And if people at your table are making fun of you for like dietary restrictions or et cetera, find a different fucking table. Like it's yeah. just like life is too short to be with people who are like projecting their judgments on you for you trying to do things for yourself. And I think that's just such a, it's such a funny thing that's going on in the world right now that like eating unhealthy and like not taking care of our body is just so common and normalized that when people start like exercising and making the body feel good and meditating and like eating healthier, they're like weird or like, they're like doing a diet or like they're trying to be skinny. I'm like, Ah, it just like irks me so much. So it's just like, you got to do you and it's like reevaluating like who's in your circle, who's on your timeline, like who's on your newsfeed, like who gets access to you, like being really picky with who you give your energy to like, that's been a huge thing with me too. Yeah. And it's like not letting someone else's opinion control your life. I mean, it's like, your health and wellness journey is truly your own and it should only be about you. It shouldn't be about anybody Mm -hmm. else. And I think that's like the biggest thing to realize is, I mean, for me, when I started my journey, it was from a really toxic place and I didn't realize it. I, I was doing everything to look like a certain, like a certain way. And Mm -hmm. I was working out for all the wrong reasons, eating for all the wrong reasons. And once I shifted and made this journey about truly healing my body and becoming intuitive with myself, that's when I actually saw beautiful results. And my circle around me became people that inspired me and they were supportive. And my circle totally changed and it was hard when it changed, but it was so worth it. Totally. And again, that just like goes like, that speaks to our reticular activating system, the RAS, and it's pretty much like our filter on the world. So if we're thinking in fear and of lack and that we're never going to heal, like we attract and see things in a way that's like honestly negative. And you're going to start seeing like connecting with more people that are going through a similar thing as you and are thinking in a similar way. But if you're like seeing gratitude and you're seeing like inspiration like you're gonna start being connected with all these people who have similar vibes as you and like I like to have the example too like if you decide that you want this like car like this new car and once you decide that your your like your thoughts are going towards it and it's gonna start showing up everywhere like when you're when you're walking when you're driving on your Instagram feed on the TV like you're going to start to see this car everywhere. Although you didn't notice it at all last week, even though they were there. So it's like what we put our attention on is so, so, so important. So if we can focus on like building like 
your own self-love, your own self-worth, having gratitude, just embodying that, you're going to be connected with people, places, and things that also embody the same thing. So mm -hmm. it all goes back to our thoughts and how we think about ourselves. Like you could easily have switched all your things, but then like, but I'm just like too nervous to leave my friends and all of this yeah. stuff. And you, you would have been stuck there, but because you were so rooted in your self-love and your self-worth, and you knew that you like had the opportunity to align with different people that are like maybe doing different things, but we're like challenging themselves. We're helping themselves grow. Like that's where you were attracted to. And that's where you are now. And that's how we met essentially. Yeah. So it's just like finding, it's finding like-minded people by understanding what we're focusing on, what we're thinking about. It's the, the reticular activating system is, is, is so, so cool. And it, it's all yeah. rooted in our identity and how we view ourselves. I, this is literally so freaking cool. I mean, it makes so much sense. Even when you're having quote unquote, a bad day, you decide if you're having a bad day. I mean, sometimes what's really, really mm -hmm. grounding is when you're in a terrible headspace, like example, let's say you are crying all day. You feel like everything's happening to you. It's like, everything's going wrong. Wait, take a step back, look around and see what's actually beautiful and positive in your day. And your whole day can literally flip just like that. And it's like yeah. what you put your identity towards too. Like, let's say your focus is, I want to feel more energized. If you're focused on feeling not as, so like, if you think of it, like, I want to feel more energy instead of, I want to feel less energy. When you focus on, I want to feel less, if I want to focus on not having less energy, when you're focused on that negative, you're going to become so hyper-focused on all the negative side of it instead of the focusing on the yep. positive. It's like little tiny changes in your ver like how you freeze things in your brain, how you think about things. It's like even on social media, I feel like I'm losing followers instead of I feel like I'm gain like I want to grow my community. When you're focused mm -hmm. on that lost side of things, it just becomes a whole negative energy. It's like like that like the literally just like made me go on a tangent because it's so cool when you think about it. No. Yeah, and that's so true about like the whole social media things and like wanting to grow a community. Like I feel like I have to catch myself in the comparison thing too but like going back to our thoughts and like you just saying like I don't want to not have energy and I want to have energy like our thoughts are literally how we plan things so if we're worrying we're planning if we're complaining we're planning but if we're excited we're planning if we're happy we're planning so what are we planning for is like the huge thing so like if you can just like come back to the thoughts that you're having the beliefs that you're having like okay Am I planning for a shitty day or am I planning for a great, fun, adventurous day? So yeah, it's, it is really cool stuff. And it's, it's all about having awareness, like, because we could easily just sit here and be like, Oh, why am I losing followers? Why is my, why is this growth <laughs> happening so slow? But instead, if you focus on like, just what you're put the goodness that you're putting out in the world and communicating and like connecting with people in your community, your community is just going to rise anyway, because you're putting all of your yeah. like intention and your love and your spirit and your soul into things that are going well, instead of like, ah, why aren't I growing? You know? Yeah. And same with like, if you are trying to see results, Oh, why am I not seeing results or look at what is like, what is happening? Like what, how is your mood? Is your mood improving? Like, is your, are you feeling more confident? You know, it's tiny, tiny fixes like that. And like, just going back to the whole gut health thing, positivity is linked to literally better gut health. I mean, whenever I'm in a bad mood or my gut is hurting, it puts me in a bad mood. Like it's just all so connected. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there just like needs to be a connection with like the mind, body, and soul. Like when there is healing to be done or like literally just life in general, I think that that's like the key kind of to like a vibrant and a joyful life. And yeah, the mind and body are not, are definitely connected. The, the gut and the brain are definitely connected. So the more that we like are aware of this and can embody that, like the easier it is, I feel like to see changes. And when you go back to the small habits, I'm a huge fan of micro habits and it takes 21 days to see a ha like to keep a habit. That doesn't mean that you're going to see changes from that habit in 21 days. But if you can just like, I think that motivation kind of is like a scam in a way. I'm, 
I'm more consistency over motivation because I think the more you keep showing up for yourself and for the person that you want to be, the results will just come over time. And that's just like trusting the process. It's not just like, oh, I'm really not motivated to work out today. It's like, well, I'm not going to go on an eight mile run. Like I originally planned. I'm just going to do a 20 minute Pilates flow. I'm showing up for myself and what I need in this moment. And that truly, I think is the key to like seeing changes in Mm -hmm. whether it's your diet, your workouts, your body, your mindsets, whatever it is. It's like consistently showing up for yourself in the now. Yeah, totally. And it's like those tiny, tiny steps are going to help build trust with yourself. It's like when you lean on motivation, it's almost like you're leaning on your emotions. Your emotions change every single day. Our energy levels change every single day. So it's like when you have a set, like long, like when you have like a habit you start doing and you're like, you're telling yourself, you know what, like maybe your habits, I want to just move my body in some way every day. That is a really, really great habit to start with instead of I'm going to run 10 miles every day because that opens the door to like the days when you're not feeling it. So yesterday I wasn't feeling it, but I have been trying to hold myself accountable to just moving my body every day. So I did like a really chill workout, like a chill Pilates. I went on a walk, things like that. And it's like, you still build trust with yourself. It's still positive. It's not like, ah, shoot. Like I didn't do that. I clearly am not capable. And then you start beating yourself up. It's just micro, micro, micro habits. Like that's literally the key to success. Like you can't build a city in one day. Right. That's like an iconic quote. It takes time. Yeah, no, it's so true though. It, it, it's, I couldn't agree more like with everything that you just said. Yeah. I mean, sustainability is so much more valuable than a quick fix into the day. Yeah. And unfortunately, like in this society, like we just all want quick fixes and we get pills for every ills. And I'm like, okay, well, those are just all band-aid approaches. They're not getting to the root. And that's like why I love working with people because I help them understand what the root is and help them stop like putting all these like medications on their skin when they can just fix their gut health internally. It all comes from within. It all comes from our gut. So yeah, the root, the root is really important. Wow. Yeah. So powerful. This was such a powerful conversation and wow. Like I literally love it. You're like, you're such an awesome person. And just for my listeners, this is our first time we like ever have even talked and I feel like we just bounce off of each other. So it's really cool. And I'm really grateful. See, you attract your vibe. Yeah, truly. Your your vibe attracts your tribe. Literally. I love it. (laughs) Literally. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Tell my listeners where they can find you. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram or TikTok at smiling gut. And I am launching a course on Monday. It's an out an eight week self-paced um, program to really help you guys start healing your gut on a mind, body, soul level. So if you feel like you're struggling, reach out to me, DM me. I love having communications. I love having people not feel alone because I walked in your footsteps and I know how to get where you want to be. So anyways, um, it was so nice meeting you. I'm so happy. I got to like talk to your community. Um, again, people, your vibe attracts your tribe. So what are you putting out into the world? Whatever you are, you're going to receive it back into you. So, um, yeah, yeah. it's been so fun. Yeah. Thanks so much. And thanks everyone for listening. Make sure you go follow Morgan. She had seriously, her platforms are so educational. I was stalking you right before this podcast and I love your Instagram. Like it's literally like all of your tips are really, really helpful. And like, seriously guys go check her out. She's amazing and you're doing big things. So thanks so much for coming on. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you loved it. And I hope that our conversation truly, truly is going to help change your life with your gut health. If you have any questions, please feel free to hit me up on Instagram at healthy but human pod. Also tag me listening when you're on your hot girl walk or wherever you are. Just share whatever episode you're listening to. It makes me so happy to see you listening to the episodes. Always puts a smile on my face. Also, don't forget to go ahead and check out the balance summer balance girl summer challenge. I have it linked in the show notes. Join our group chat. I also have it linked in our show notes and I will see you next week on Wednesday. Have the best day, my gorgeous queen and stay sweaty.